Hello everyone and welcome back to Real Talk Tuesdays. As always, I'm Tabby. And I'm Ashley. And today we have a very special guest again. She was with us with the conspiracy videos and she's back with us today. Welcome, Cheyenne. Hi. <laughs> and we have a live studio audience today. Okay. <laughs> Today's episode is emotional like, trauma from childhood. Yes. And we're kind of putting more of the focus on one yeah. subject. Also, before we get into that, we apologize. I'm very bad at my job and I forgot my tarot cards, so stay tuned for next week. Yeah, we'll have those next week, we promise. Maybe. Maybe. Don't hold us to it. Okay. So, childhood trauma. I don't have a childhood trauma. I don't think. <laughs> I, I think it's different for everybody. Like, maybe what I thought was traumatic at the time to her wouldn't be traumatic or you wouldn't be traumatic. So or Maybe I've done something happened in my childhood that I don't see as a childhood trauma. Also, like, our minds block things out if you yeah. don't want to remember it. Yep, that's true. I don't remember a lot of stuff. Same. I don't remember most of the 90s. I don't remember anything. I'm so sorry. I was born in 97. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> Cheyenne. Yes, that's me. Your childhood. Did you have. Okay. Let's tell everyone your childhood trauma first. I mean, they're like. I grew up with my mom who had schizophrenia, and then I just didn't, in general, come from a good family. So, like, abuse wasn't, like, not unheard of, like, in my family. Yeah. I guess when I was younger, I always thought, like, this was normal. Like, a lot of stuff. Because, like, going to school and then, like, you realize, oh, yeah, you're not supposed to go through that. So, it's like, you don't realize it's a trauma or that you're not supposed to have gone through that until you meet people who haven't. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. That makes sense. So... Explain to people who don't know what schizophrenia is. So it is a disorder. Um, it's not very common, but it's basically a break in your mental mindset. And I know that like some people like some people think it's caused by different things. Like with my mom, I think that it was mostly the drug she did because there is drug-induced schizophrenia. Yeah. Um, it's genetic, some depending on like your family tree and stuff like that. I do have a few friends who are religious and they believe like it's demons that like whisper into your mind. I don't think that's not true, even though I'm not religious. It's just the fact that like my mom constantly hears things or she sees things that aren't there. Yeah. Like growing up, it was always like I wasn't even allowed to walk past the windows because of the fact that my mom swore there was someone out there trying to kill us. Like, it was bad. Like, we had, I would have to crawl underneath the windows. It was like... Oh, my gosh. And um, was it just you and her? Me and my mom, mostly. I have an older brother, but because my mom was also an alcoholic when my brother was born, she had custody of my brother, but my brother didn't... She, he didn't get along with my mom, so he just lived with my grandmother. And then I have a baby sister, and I have a baby brother. They're, like, in their... One's 19 and one's 18, so I guess they're not babies anymore, but at the point they were. Did they, they all, you guys all live together then with your mom? Not then. They they only came on the weekends. Okay. And it was usually, my mom would always, like, pass out on the weekends. Like, she would just sleep, so it was just me taking care of my baby brother mm, and sister. It was really so hard. It was. Because, like, I'm over here trying to cook for them. I don't know what to do, but. What's the age difference between you guys? 
my sister is 19, so, well, she's 20 this year. So it's two years for me and her, and then four years for my little brother. Wow. Yeah. So when they were babies, you weren't really that old either. No, no, I wasn't. <clears throat> That's crazy. And you had to cook for them. That's, yeah. That's so crazy. You had to cook for them. Yeah. Well, before my mom got diagnosed with schizophrenia, she was mostly alcoholic. So, like, growing up when I was in kindergarten, she was drunk or she just wasn't there. So, it was me and my older brother feeding my little brother and sister. And we were, like, kids. Oh. I was in kindergarten. Yeah. And, like, she would always stay passed out on the couch. Or, like, as I got older, I realized that my mom also used to basically whore herself out to men. I didn't know this until, like, I got a little older. Yeah. But, like, she had friends who came over, and then they, when they would come over, it was, you know, we all of a sudden had money. <laughs> so, that was weird. Because, like, growing yeah. up, we didn't... You didn't know exactly yeah. what's going on. Yeah. I mean, well, at least she didn't try to bore you out. Yeah. Yeah, she always made me, she always locked me in the bedroom, That's and then she'd, like, tie a, like, it, she'd tie it shut so I wouldn't come out. I mean, Aww. it's not good, but it's kind of... Good, because she didn't want you to see that. She tried to protect me. Yeah, she tried. <laughs> That's in my mind how I thought of it. I was like, oh, she just locked me in here because she wanted to protect me. Okay. But in reality, she didn't want me to ruin it because sometimes before, like, she started tying me, in, like, into the bedroom, she would, like, I would go out and ruin it because I'd throw a fit. And, like, because okay. I didn't grow up around a lot of men. I grew up around my uncle, and he was extremely abusive. So, like, men scared me. Like, I still yeah. kind of get nervous. Mm-hmm. So, like... When I would go out, she'd yell at me for hours because I, like, ruined it, basically. Yeah. Oh. It's okay. I don't look at it as poor me anymore. I look at it as... Yeah, but I'm sure it was hard to go through, especially yeah. at a young age. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, how do you get diagnosed with schizophrenia? There are telltale signs I feel like your family can notice, like paranoia stuff like that um but definitely you'd have to be it's a doctor diagnosed thing so you'd have to go to like therapist a counselor someone like that who can literally diagnose you because sometimes it's like bpd or mpd um, which is multiple personality disorder which is where people lose time and like they don't have memories of things so they feel like they're going crazy so like there's that, and then BPD is, like, borderline personality disorder. Like, my mom has borderline personality disorder. Disorder. She has schizophrenia. She has paranoia. She has um, severe depression. She has severe anxiety. She has a lot of stuff. Wow. So she was struggling, too, being a mom. Yeah. Did so. you guys ever have, did you have, like, a safe space, like, a, a grandparent's house or... I any like a friend or a neighbor growing up I didn't honestly have a lot of friends like I didn't start getting friends until I think senior year mm-hmm. because that's when I met like Abby and Becca like I met Becca back in eighth grade but like yeah. I also like went home I was homeschooled a lot too so I um <laughs> So not really, like, my, my grandma was already taking care of my older brother, so she didn't, like, my grandma loves me very much, I know she does, but also it's hard because, like, a lot of my family's on drugs, so she was dealing with that, and then she's taking care of my older brother, and my aunts and uncles just didn't really want me around, so, Aww. so not really, I didn't have a safe place to go, Yeah. So. Well, I would have been your friend. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And I'm your friend now. Yeah. yeah. Yay. Oh, that, that's hard. I couldn't even imagine 
like having to deal with that. Sorry about that little pause, everyone. We had an interruption. <laughs> Anyways, back to our conversation. Okay. You were saying what your mother has. Yes. Can you just repeat it for people that forgot already? Yeah. Even though you just listened to it five <laughs> seconds ago. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. So, she has schizophrenia, uh, BPD. She has uh, paranoia, extreme anxiety, extreme depression. And I didn't put this in before, but she also has bipolar, which does not go well with schizophrenia. Therefore, after that, yes, she does have schizophrenia, but once it's mixed with bipolar, it goes into schizodisfective disorder, which is the same thing, just adding the bipolar. So she is schizophrenia. She just has also bipolar on top of that. That's So does she currently get any help? Like, does she take medication or is she in a, a, a yes. facility? She, she spent, I would say, six months in a facility, and then she does get her meds. They come packaged. But she doesn't take all of them, which is also another big thing about people who have schizophrenia. I, I've met three or four schizophrenias, and they don't want to take their medication yeah. because the voices in their head tell them that it's poison or that they're just trying to control them and stuff like that. And sometimes they're delusions, which I've showed Tabby this. It's a, st- a simulator. Oh, yeah. You can go on YouTube for people who are more interested. It's a simulator on schizophrenia. There's quite a few, but the one is like... You can see the water bubbling, and that's what they're seeing in their head. It's because in their head, it's don't take those. They're, they're trying to destroy us. They're trying to poison us, and like the water foams up. And like in that person's head, it's poison, which is basically what my mom sees. So for a long time, geez, I think it's only been about a year since she got on meds to yeah. like cure her. Like last year, she, uh, sorry, I had to, <laughs> she had, uh, she's been about, from August until April, she wouldn't live in our apartment. She can afford an apartment, yeah. but she lived on the street. So it's Aww. like negative degrees out, and we're trying to like track her down to find her and stuff like that. And it's freezing out, and like she's like curled up like in front of Sears and stuff like that with mm. blankets all around her. And it's not because it's because in her mind that she had to be on the run all the time. Yeah, she can't be in one place. Yeah, Aww. so. She was doing that, and, like, she, it, it's also hard for her to trust people. Like, I feel like when someone has schizophrenia, they have one person that they they project all of their anger or sadness on. And for me, I, that was my mom. I was that for my mom. So, like, yeah. when she would get mad at me, if I couldn't come at her will, it's you're worthless or you're nothing or I hope you die or just something like that. And that was, like, how it was growing up? Yeah, a lot. Like, on my graduation, I went to go pick her up from my graduation because I didn't have any family come. And I asked her to come, and she literally just told me, she goes, I'm not coming. And she goes, I hope you get into a wreck and die on your way to your graduation. Oh, my gosh. But I had, like, Abby's family there. I had my my friend Kaylee there. I had, at the time, my friend Courtney's family there. My ex's family was there. And they were all cheering me on. Like, that's kind of the important thing is, like, finding a supportive group who no matter what you've been through is still there for you yeah yeah and so like at what age did you realize that that's just a schizophrenia talking 
Oh, <laughs> that, I mean, I still have problems with it because like, I know that it's her schizophrenia talking, but also when you hear your mom or your dad or someone that you love just degrade you like you're nothing, like it's, yeah. it's very hard. Yeah. And like I have like Chloe and Abby and Becca and all, they're all like, they're like, this is just her mental illness talking. This is just demons telling her that this is just, it's not true, but it's still hard. So I wouldn't say that I've like completely accepted that it's yeah. her schizophrenia because a part of me thinks because I went through it for so long as part of me is like oh it's my fault so like I get like that and I cry I'm a very emotional person that is one of the things that my childhood has like messed with me because I spent so long not being able to cry or had to be the strong person that like now I'm just a big ass baby pardon Aww. the language <laughs> so yeah so like <clears throat> my a friend of mine was she had a trauma childhood and um, she was, I wouldn't say she was a bully in school, but she was meaner to some people because of what was going on in her house. Mm-hmm. Were you like that? No. Like, I know a lot of my friends were like, they said that I was kind of rude, but I, I think it's more of like, when I was in high school, I was a selfish person because I didn't care about anybody else. Like, it wasn't that like, oh, I slammed them into lockers or stuff. It was more like... I had so much going on at home that, like, I couldn't pay attention to other people, like, and their problems. So, like, when someone came to me, like, about their boyfriend or something like that, like, I listened, but, like, I didn't really care because I had so much going on in my head about, like, how my mom was going to act when I got home or something like that. And, like, I know that, like, a lot of my friends now, they're like, oh, when I first met you, I really hated you. And now it, I mean. Now you live with them. Yeah, I love them, <laughs> and I love them, and well, it's good that you have people yeah, that, that are yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I can't so, imagine how hard that can be. Yeah, so I didn't when, let it, oh, sorry. That's okay. I just was like, I couldn't imagine going through that and then doing it alone. Yeah, because like my family didn't understand it, Yeah. and my mom, because she thought the family hated her, like hated her guts, she isolated herself. So, like, and then when we went to family events, it was so hard because, like, my family tries to be normal. We're not normal in any aspect. No family is normal. Yeah. But, like, they tried to do that, like, yearly get-together where, like, you know, everybody meets up and everybody's good. There's always a fight. Yeah. And then it's always my mom losing her cool. And it was us storming off. And then it was us not talking to them for months. And then, like, when yeah. we did, it's like they treated me like shit. Like, because I'm, I'm not a skinny person. I will admit that. Like, all, my entire childhood, I always heard that you're fat. My mom, when, like, because in my mom, in my mom's mind, like, she was very anorexic, too, because, like, she would stop eating for, like, a month straight, and she would lose a ton of weight. Because I was bigger, my mom didn't think that was right, so, like, she would, we had an exercising bike, and this one's most prominent, and she would make me stand, like, use it for, like, three hours, and I wasn't allowed off of it, oh or she'd gosh. hit me. It was really bad. Or during the summer, like, when it's, like, 100 degrees out, she would make me run laps around the trailer, and I remember that because, like... I was little, I was tired, and yeah. was done, but not all the times were bad, yeah. I can admit that, like, we had some good times, but that was if she regularly took her medication, but, yeah, <sighs> jeez, so, how, how are you, how's your relationship with her now, is it non-existent, no, I see her about two or three times a week, Oh, okay. I take her meds to her, and I try to visit with her and my grandmother. So is she living in a home, not like a house? Like She, has she lives place? with my grandmother. She also has her own apartment, but my older brother and his girlfriend and my um, niece, Olivia, are living there. 
and mom's just paying the rent there. And then she's living with my grandmother, and it seems to be working out. Like she's been on her med- meds and good. stuff like that. So that's, that's so good. good to hear. Yeah. yeah. So you guys still talk though? Yeah. She texts me every day. She texts me to tell me she loves me and stuff like that. Aww. So I mean, I can't, I can't hate my mom because she's also yeah. my mom. But mm-hmm. like, I don't have to like her. But at the same time, she's trying to change because this is yeah. the longest she's ever been on her meds. So it's nice and relieving yeah (laughs) yeah for now anyway you know yeah because all schizophrenia don't stay on their meds but fingers crossed she's been on them for almost a year i want to believe and she's so far she's doing good so wow so okay let's say you're at home because you you started to tell a story and then i said stop Uh, yeah save it for the show (laughs) if she's having an episode can you call the cops? No, because Abby and Becca and Chloe were with me one night. We did call the cops because, like, she went through, like, that period of, like, complete insanity. And it what got to, like, the point, like, she was yelling, like, Abby's car. It was her brand-new car. We had just gotten Abby's car. And, like, she was pulling on the door handle trying to get in because she didn't want to be at her apartment because she was convinced that people have put like bugs in her house to like listen to her or try to get to her or that they were coming from the ceiling vents and stuff like that um and I she was talking about killing herself and stuff like that and she threw cups at me she threw vases at me she threw a lot of stuff at me and so I called the cops and I told them that she was threatening to kill herself because she was yeah so she was just gonna go in there lock herself and kill herself and called the cops and they showed up and they said well we can't do anything about it basically they're like you don't you're not POA we can't force her to go to the emergency room they're like maybe if her mom came we could do something and I was like well my my grandma was like 80 something years old I said she's not gonna come here it was like 2 a.m. I think yeah it was like 2 in the morning and like she was just going ballistic and she played the cops really good because like they came out and she was laughing and giggling and stuff like that and then she told she knew what she was doing yes she did know what she's doing she was manipulating the situation and then after the cops left she looks at me and she goes i don't ever want to effing see you again don't ever dial my number don't ever come near me i don't want anything to do with you wow yeah that's crazy that was that was in her recovery point too she was still recovering so that's crazy so they didn't ever, like, want to actually, like, step nope. in and help? No. No. No, 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 no. That's sad because, like, in other situations also, it's like, you know, it's a child asking for help for their, I mean, let alone their mom, but other, you know, yeah. family members. They just... Yeah, they said because they can't force her to go. I'm like, okay, okay. So when you hear on the news... I thought if you were, like... On, like if you were suicidal you had to like go to the hospital for like 24 hours well that's what they usually do that's what I've always heard that they do that's why I called the cops and nope he just said if there's any more problems call us back why would I call you back you're not going to do anything yeah it's just a waste of time to yeah. do something now because she could have done something yeah yeah she, talk, she still talks about buying guns and stuff like that are you allowed to purchase a gun if you or schizophrenia? Like if no. You know, I don't I think they made that law that you have to pass a like 
mental evaluation because a lot of schizophrenics commit suicide like because that's what the voices in their head do or tell them to do or that's what the voices that tell them to hurt their family members different types of things and I've dealt with like three other schizophrenics so like it all it comes in different things but it is mostly religious related uh the two other schizophrenics that I met one thought that she was Mary Magdalene Jesus' mother and the other one thought he was like I don't know how to explain it he thought that he could he was talking to God basically so he would just preach all the time and they I actually noticed that they also have kind of on the baseline the same hallucinations and delusions because that's schizophrenia is a hallucinating delusion like we're sitting here and we're just seeing posters but to them the posters are probably coming at them in different ways like to harm them basically okay do they ever like I mean you're not schizophrenia obviously but would they could they lose track of reality like what's real and what's not yes actually yeah I worked with two and like it was like that they never they didn't ever have like a really honest grip on reality that has to be scary like my mom she loses grip on reality sometimes and it gets really bad like me and Abby we was it me and Abby or was it me and Becca we showed up and my mom like because she was she felt like she wasn't in her apartment she had all of her furniture piled on top of each other to her ceiling and like she had the couch and then she had tables and all kinds of stuff all piled on top of each other because my brother struggles with it too but he his is like um he will think or like the illness will like convince him things that didn't happen or I don't it's hard to explain but like he he does have like the mixed reality and stuff like that but his is a lot of like um I don't really want to say paranoia because it's not I mean it is paranoia but it's like I don't know. It's, like someone I did something it, to them, but he doesn't, like it didn't happen basically. Yeah, like he just. My mom's like that. Like she has an obsession with her hair. And like all growing up my childhood, like I'm telling you, we spent hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on shampoo because every day my mom had to go buy new because she was, she swore up and down that someone was putting stuff in her shampoo yeah. to, to make her hair fall out. Um, if we left something in the fridge for more than a day, she would throw it away because she thought that they put rat poison in it. It was just yeah. stuff like that. She wouldn't, she didn't like, if we wouldn't get drinks from like McDonald's, I would, but she wouldn't because she was convinced that they were putting things in it. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. See, I never like, like I knew your mom had schizophrenia, but like, I the didn't know the extent of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like how, like, stressful and scary that has to be for well, a child uh, not not a lot of people think of it like that because like it's it you probably do think that oh she has schizophrenia but like the extent of it like people mostly just categorize it as like oh they're just crazy, crazy. Yeah. so stay away from them no it's not that it's you know yes it can be scary if you're dealing with it like close up hand on hand but it's also like if you don't know then like, I don't understand why some people judge it because, like, right. they don't know. 
Right. And then they judge the families of people who have schizophrenia. It's just like, oh, they're probably crazy too. Like, Do you ever worry about like, um, like I know you said in the beginning that you thought your mom's was like drug induced. Mm-hmm. But do you ever worry because it is mental illness is like a hereditary thing? Do you ever worry about if it's gonna be <laughs> yes. an issue for you or your kids? I act yeah, actually, I have <laughs> like because sometimes I catch my because we all get paranoid or anxiety, yeah. anxiety, anxious, and like if I catch myself because like if someone's following me for too long on the road, yeah, like have you ever got like that like someone's following you for like probably four miles and then they turn the same turns when I'm following someone. And I'm getting ready to turn. I always turn my blinker on way far back so they know I was turning here first before you even <laughs> decided to. So they don't think I'm following them. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> Yeah, I get like that because like if I'm like driving and like I'm like there's a car behind me and like they're taking all the turns that I'm taking, like I get a little anxious or a little paranoid. So like in my head it's like, oh my god, am I schizophrenic? because of that but then I realized like everybody is human like we all probably get like that and I do worry about because I've actually talked to like Abby about this like I'm worried that what if my kid does have to get sometimes it gets um generation yeah so I was like should I yeet the whole kid out or what (laughs) yeah well I mean you should (laughs) yeah (laughs) if if you do have children and they do have it at least you know like how to yeah take not take care of it but like how manage to like it, yeah how to manage like it get them on meds early so they know and like to take them yeah i've also noticed that like because it says that the range for schizophrenia is 18 to 25 that's usually when they got it my mom didn't get it until she's in her 30s and so i do think that it's also that but i also think it was a severe mental break too like life gets too much so our brain breaks basically yeah. you know what i mean so i've always thought of it like that and so, like, childhood schizophrenia is very rare. There's, like, a very few cases of kids being born with schizophrenia. But it is possible. Yeah. So, like, I, I worry about that. Have you ever heard of the, uh, the story about, um, it's the three, like, little girls. And Slender Man told the one girl that she had to kill her friend. Oh, yeah, because we, didn't we show the movie? Like, yeah, the but this theater? is, like, this is a real story. Oh. This girl... She was having a sleepover with her two friends, and Slender Man told her, you need to kill this girl. So they took her to the park, and they stabbed her like 20-some She lived to get a stranger, but then she died. No, she survived. She did? Mm-hmm. In the hospital? Mm-hmm. Oh, she survived, yeah. Good. And her dad had schizophrenia. Like, he said that he'd be driving down the road, he'd look in the real room, the mirror, Yeah. and he said that he would see the devil sitting back there. But he knew it wasn't there because he had schizophrenia. Yeah. And now the girl's in person. I don't know. She stabbed her. He was uh, the male... He was my male schizophrenia. Okay, so... I know that my mom takes episodes because you can see it in the eyes. Yeah. And we had a male resident and he had schizophrenia and like... We were, I was talking because we were talking about schizophrenia and how we think that it's related to like demons and stuff like that. He comes in and he goes over to the dark corner, like there's a dark corner because there was a light out, and he sits right there. And when I look up, I, he is looking at me with so much intense of hate that it sent shivers down my spine because like it was just so scary. And I, and I was with my friend Kaylee who also works with me, and really scary because you can just tell in like their eyes their eyes get wild like when they're having a episode or 
Yeah. And it's like when they're looking at you, they're not looking at anything. Yeah, it's like they're it's seeing like they're, what they want to see, not yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I hate to say that word connected to that. It's crazy. It's insane. It's scary. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Has your mom ever, like, called you and, like, during an episode, like... Yes, multiple times. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Does it ever, like... Some of the times I was actually working here. I remember, like, your mom would always call you all the yeah. time here. Because I remember when I keep my phone in the office, um, when we were required to put it in the office, and, like, Casey would be like, I hope you know your phone's going off, like, 20 times, and I'm like... <laughs> I know who it is. That's <laughs> usually when she goes through went through her episodes. It's like if she repeatedly called me, it would start with texting and be like, "Hey, hey, hey, are you there? Hey, are you there? They're coming to get me. They're coming to get me. They're after me." And then it would trail off to, "I can't fucking stand you. I hate you. You never come when I need you. You're worthless." Just stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. What and if you don't feel like answering this, you don't have to. Okay. What is like? The craziest thing that she's not... I don't want to say crazy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. What's the... Scariest? The scariest, like, thing that she said that she's seen or experienced or... In one of her episodes. She says that, like, when she goes out, she sees people jumping from roof to roof. Or she sees black figures coming at her. The scariest thing I know, like, growing up that was scary for me is when she would start to, like, put toilet paper in the outlet holes. Oh. Because, like, that scared me. Like, she still does it. Like, she did it, like, when she was recovering and she had that really one back episode and stuff like that. It's, like, I don't know. It's creepy because what are you seeing in there? Like, yeah. that's my thing. Or she would do it to the doors. Like, she, like the little things or the peepholes, she would put them in there, like, to her bathroom door. So, like... If she's looking into them, what is she seeing? Because, like, what if it is... Have you ever, like, heard the conspiracy theory? I know the same thing about conspiracy theories, but, like, that people who are mentally ill are seeing the truth. Whereas... I was just thinking. I wanted to ask you that, <laughs> but I was like, no, she's going to think I'm weird. No, like, because what if my mom or every other person who has schizophrenia or anything like that, what if they're seeing the truth, but we don't see it? So, like, what if we walk by, like demons every day on the street but we don't see them but they do so yeah i mean hey hook me up with the devil i need to ask him something (laughs) i need to trade something with him that's what i'll say hey i will talk to ellen right now (laughs) and then you see like a psychologist walks by and he's like oh yeah she's got some schizophrenia going on there bring me to your boss (laughs) find a friend i need to talk to him oh my god you're funny actually I'm not. I'm serious, though. I know you are. <laughs> That's probably be, the funny part. <laughs> I want to be a vampire or something. Forever. Trade the soul. To be a vampire. If any of you know how to contact the, the devil, devil, please leave it in the comments. <laughs> I need to get a hold of him. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. And if the devil is listening, get a hold of Ashley. I need to... Wheel and deal. The devil don't have time for us. He has better things to listen to. <laughs> He's watching the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Hmm. Well, do you have any more questions? Do you it have was, any questions? It was a learning experience. <laughs> no, it was. Could. <clears throat> Never mind, you already answered that. You could. You could get it, correct? Maybe. 
I hope not. I mean, I hope not. I'm gonna off myself if I do. No. I might do that anyways. <laughs> oh She's joking, everyone. She is joking. Yeah. Help me. <laughs> I just wanna like that. Like that video that you showed me was super, super scary. Yeah. I. I get scared walking from my room to the bathroom and it's literally <laughs> across the hall. Yeah, and imagine, like, say that you are doing that, but then you, like, see out the peripheral of your vision, someone's standing there. Mm-hmm. No. So, no. like, that's what my mom sees, basically, when she's, like, not on her meds or she's off her meds. Like, it's just the simplest things become so hard. Yeah. Like, I try to be entertaining. I'm not even going to lie. I have not been the perfect daughter. I am never going to say that I was because I was pretty cruel to my mom, too, because when I didn't understand, right, her saying hurtful things made me say hurtful things because, like... You didn't know how to cope in Yeah, I didn't... I didn't know, like, basically how to deal with it. But, like, now I kind of know how to be more. But, like, it's so hard because, like, when my mom is one of those spells, like, I do get to that point where I do snap and I'm like, just leave me the F alone because, like... I, it's mentally exhausting. It's so I bet. And like, and I have my own mental illnesses on top of that. <laughs> so it's not your, res- I mean, I hate to say it, but it's not your responsibility. Yeah. You know that's what I, mean? what I always told her was like, I was supposed to be the kid and yeah. I had to be the adult because you were doing, you were just being crazy or you were mm-hmm. drinking. And I've noticed a lot also, sorry if I interrupted no, you. Fine. I've just noticed like that people that have extreme mental illnesses, they cannot cope in regular society. Like, yeah. there's no, there's, I don't want to say there's no hope because there is hope, but it's very hard. Us, us being, like, dealing with them, like, me dealing with my brother, it's, it's so frustrating for me. I just can't even imagine how it is frustrating for him. Yeah. You know, like, I just, so... I think the number one thing is, like, because my friend's grandma told me that, like, the first thing you need to realize is how selfish you're being when... Because, like, I have really bad depression and anxiety, and, like, I didn't realize, like, what I was doing to my friends. Like, because I always say the whole thing, like, oh, I feel so alone. I feel like I don't have anybody. I do have people, and, like... I've realized that, like, me saying that is so selfish. And since saying that, I feel so much better, but other people, like... My mom, my two residents, they're all, they're trapped in their heads so much that it's all about them. And like, yeah, I've just recently realized how selfish I was being. And I honestly just recently realized that like, it's not about me because everybody has their own things going on. Like if I were to come into work and you were to snap at me, I shouldn't take it as, oh wow, she doesn't like me anymore. I need to look at it as, oh, maybe something happened. Like I know when you're a grandma or grandpa recently passed my dad. dad oh you're her dad oh my god i'm sorry it's okay i i knew it someone i thought it was your dad but i didn't be like she thinks my dad's dead so <laughs> you think my grandma and grandpa are dead? i'm sorry <laughs> but like i like if you were to be upset at that point i shouldn't have like i shouldn't consider it as oh you're mad at me but that you're going through a hard time mm-hmm. so like yeah with like abby and becca and chloe and all my other friends like I know that they have things going on in their lives and like I shouldn't just think of it as they don't want me around or anything like that it's also I gotta realize that we're growing up things are changing life is changing and I have to understand that respect it and move on because that's life hey sometimes I feel the same way like when I don't work like on a Monday or Friday morning I'm like oh Ashley's gonna start to like tailor better than me (laughs) yeah she's gonna hate me no that's true no it's true you are gonna like her better. Yeah. You want her to replace me? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I'm okay with. 
JK, everybody. JK. JK. Hey, I said You know JK. what? Devil, don't contact Ashley. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tubby. You know she wanted this. I was going to bite you. We would have lived forever. <laughs> Joked on that. I was going to bite you. We are going to live forever. You just ruined our plans, Tabby. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, bud. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I have one more question for you. Yes, Daddy. Has your mother ever mistaken you for someone else? An episode. Yes. I <laughs> actually yes. Um, when I was younger, she like chased me through the house with a hammer, and I had to lock myself in my um, closet. She's locked me in the closet before. She's locked me and my little sister in the closet. And then one time she got really mad at me and took a cup and threw it at my head. And I ducked in time, so it just went everywhere. So. But she didn't. She didn't. She thought you were something else. Yeah. And she's hit me before, but like that—that that was her hitting me, basically. Because it's something like when you're like, the reason she hit me wasn't because she was having an episode. The reason was because of the fact that like, growing up I've always struggled with religion, and my mom is very religious, and like. Anytime I brought up the notion, I'd always get hit for it. I got slapped in the face, got pushed in the stomach. So, like, you, you, yeah. Episodes, me, doesn't matter. Yeah. But she was just violent. Yeah. It's just, it just makes you violent. It's erratic. You live, yeah. say you came to work and you had, but they weren't there, and you had Ashley in your head, and Taylor in your head, and Casey in your head, and Aaron in your head, and Abe in your head, and they were all talking to you at the same time. Like, you would slowly just disintegrate lose and lose your mind, and like, but they weren't there. Just if these people weren't here, but you were hearing them, like, how would you act upon customers who talk to you? Yeah. You would be you... so frustrated because you have their voice in your head, but then you're talking to this person, and like, they became someone else. So, say you're mad at like, Ashley, and you look at, and you're seeing Ashley's face, but that's not Ashley. That's a customer. Like, it's like that, I feel like. Yeah. You're mad at something that's not there, but. You take it out on what is there. Yeah. Makes sense. We should, should be together. We finish each other's sandwiches. Yeah, we do. Well, you probably have nasty stuff on your sandwiches. Uh, yeah. Ketchup. We can choose not to. Peggy. Oh, I like mayo. No, no, I'm not sharing a sandwich with you. I'll share it with you. <laughs> Thank I, you. I, I like finish. mayo. Me too. I am mayo. Mayo, jalapenos. No. No. Little Miss Ranch over there, she puts ranch on everything. Hey, hey. Yeah, me too. Our live audience member, we're the ranchies. <laughs> we're the mayos. <laughs> well, I'm glad that she's, like, taking care of herself. Yeah. And I hope it stays like that. Maybe. It probably won't, but we can hope. Yeah. We can hope. I mean, can, okay, wait, sorry. I know I keep saying that I have one <laughs> question. Is there a cure for schizophrenia? No. Just, She's, um. There's just medications that you can take. And then after a while, so medications. Yeah, you can, tr- you control it, but like with anything, you grow immunity to it. So they'll have to dabble with different types of medicines for the rest of my mom's life. Mm-hmm. So. Even with like the small, I mean, I don't want to sit there and downgrade mental illness because it's all awful. Yeah. But when you have a mental illness, it's a trial and error thing to get the right meds. Yeah. It's not like 
oh, I have this, you go to the doctor and you get prescribed this and it fixes it. Because yeah. it does, that's not how it works. I noticed you're like, on it for a month and then you have to go back because it yeah. stops working or you need a higher dosage or that doesn't work for you. Yeah. So, by it's the way, just, just a tip for any doctors who are listening there and someone has a severe mental illness, don't start them on a high dosage of medication and then just stop it. Yeah. It really fucks with their brain. Just gonna put that out there. My mom, she got re- prescribed really high narcs when she went to the hospital for schizophrenia and then her Sorry. psychologist decided to just like stop them cold turkey so my mom was having withdrawals on top of like her mental illness came back full force oh, but yeah. he wanted to do smaller doses he didn't even wing her off he just stopped don't do that it fucks with people's heads there's no doctors listening to us <laughs> we, we are, are the doctors <laughs> yeah welcome to welcome well, to doctors we're doctors now this isn't real talk to you this is doctors we're professionals <laughs> could um can marijuana help my mom says it does but also it depends on what strand it is because my mom's gotten a hold of some that's made her paranoia high key worse we had Um, yeah, studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but like certain strands, like I remember when my mom and my brother was very young at the time, they smoked pot and like she thought my dog was something else. Like she was staring at, it, and she goes, oh my God, her tentacles are moving. And I'm like, it's a dog. It's a dog, mom. <laughs> so maybe yeah. it was an octo dog. No, it was a chihuahua. Oh. Chihuahua. I mean, the classification for marijuana and alcohol is depressant. So, it's not a stimulant. It's a depressant. So, um, it's, unless, like, you know, a doctor is, like, 100% sure that it's going to help, I, I wouldn't. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't, I wouldn't self- Medicate, you know what I mean? If yeah. I had it and I don't self medicate for my mental illnesses, like I don't use recreational drugs anymore. Yeah, my grandma, the one that doesn't like me, surprisingly, she always, I guess, my cousin Erica told me this, and she said that uh, my dad. He obviously he wouldn't have got healthy, but he probably could have survived longer if he would have smoked pot. Okay. Since because of his liver. I, think, I was like, my grandma said that? What? I think, <laughs> like, if you do the natural CBD stuff. Yeah. Like, that, I think that's the, it's like. totally different than regular. Yeah, like, if you're adding in the THC and, and CBD at the same time, like, I feel like that has, like, increased my mom's paranoia a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've tried CBD. It helps my back. Yeah. I tried CBD for my anxiety. Um, it helped a little bit. Then I thought, oh, my anxiety's gone. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> now I'm just realizing I'm a selfish human being. I need to move on and be a better person. So. I think you're a great person. Oh, I think you're a great person, too. too. And I hurt you. I hurt you, too. And I'm so happy you're on. Oh, thank you. Thanks for I'm glad that we can on. bring awareness to this. Yes. yes. And if you know anybody that's struggling with schizophrenia or any kind of mental health issue, you can visit um, the website mentalhealth.org or, or .gov, sorry, or you can call at one eight seven 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 two six four seven two seven. Yes. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Cheyenne. Thank you to our live audience. <laughs> we have two now. We have two members. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs>
Thank Round of applause. <laughs> Where's the standing ovation? Back He's standing. <laughs> we will see you all next Tuesday. Have a great, safe week, and we love you all. Bye. Bye. Bye.